Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn. On our podcast today, we're going to look at a building that has its origins tied to a social movement that swept through not only Muskegon, but the United States in general, like a wildfire. Today, we examine the history of the Opera House. The first theater-slash-opera house built in Muskegon was built in 1866 to 1867, and it was known as the Wooster Theater, but it was also known as the School of Music, or just simply, the Opera House. It provided the local entertainment in the form of plays, music, and dancing. It was located on Western and First Street. Sadly, this first opera house would have a short lifespan, burning down in 1874. Another opera house would not be created until 1878. The creation of this opera house, though, if we can even call it that at the time, is very interesting. During the 1870s, the temperance movement was spreading throughout Michigan. This movement had the goal to temper the drinking of alcohol, or outright call for the abstinence of it, by its members. The movement had looked at many of the ills of society and was worried about alcohol's popularity, especially hard liquors. Thus, speakers would tour from town to town, speaking on the evils of alcohol and trying to get people to pledge to join the movement. Muskegon, a small town with more saloons than any other business, was a prime target, and in 1877, the movement reached town. After each speech given, the movement attracted more and more followers, and it got to a point that churches and other spaces weren't large enough for the crowds in Muskegon. This led those who had pledged to the movement to consider building a meeting space large enough for up to 1,000 to attend. This movement included many prominent leaders of Muskegon, including Charles Hackley. Thus, when word was heard that they were hoping to build a large structure, connections were made, and in 1877, Alexander Rogers, whom we've talked about in a previous episode, made a deal to donate land to the movement as long as the auditorium space they created would be available to other groups and organizations looking for a large space with seating. It was from this that Muskegon's next opera house was born. The Temperance Reform Society, as the group here in Muskegon was called, began right away raising funds and by July 3rd, 1878, had opened a new building on the corner of 2nd and Western. The structure created was two floors with the lower floor home to small meeting spaces or offices and a library. On the second floor, it had a large stage and auditorium which could seat 1,000. This space was for the use of any future rallies and speakers that the society might want to bring in. The exterior of the building, in my opinion, has the most unique look of any building of Muskegon's past and may in fact be my personal favorite. The upper floor had long rectangular windows that were topped with a round window that inside had round windows subdividing it. There was also, facing western, a pattern of windows made up of triangular, rectangular, and round windows that I find very appealing. If you can see our cover art for this episode, you can see what I mean. The roof, which in the middle had a pyramid-shaped structure, had lining an upper balcony stone spindles for added decor. On July 4th, the first show was performed in the building with a New York-based troupe being brought in. Now you may be wondering, why build such a building for a social movement and hold shows? As I mentioned, the temperance movement in Muskegon hoped to host more national speakers on the topic, but also wanted to hold rallies in a large space. The thought was also that if the population was entertained with things to do, or could go and sit in the library on the lower level reading books, that they'd be less prone to head to the saloons and drink. You must remember, at the time, these saloons provided music and dance in various sporting competitions, and so they hoped to compete directly with that. The money made from the shows would also hopefully support the movement and pay its bills on the building. 
While the temperance movement would continue in Muskegon, its opera house slash club building was not being utilized as much as hoped, and it would end up being bought by Newcomb McGrath in 1885. McGrath would turn it into a full-time theater on the second floor, bringing in some of the most well-known actors and actresses of the time. Plays included modern arrangements, but also traditional Shakespearean plays. The lower floor was turned into business suites, one of which that got its start there was a certain Shaw Walker Company that would expand much beyond this initial small office. The theater would also have its own orchestra for live music and for shows. This was run by Edgar Aubrey and was a 10-piece orchestra. In 1902, Aubrey died and it was taken over by a Fred Bierman, a name you might connect with music if you live in Muskegon with Bierman's music. McGrath would eventually transfer the theater's ownership to his son, Ray McGrath. It was under Ray that the name changed to the Grand Theater, which it operated as from 1908 to 1911. However, when Ray passed away, the theater ceased to continue. Instead, the building was bought by the Elks Lodge to become their new clubhouse for $25,000 in 1911. They would modify the building and officially open it in 1912. Sadly, this new clubhouse would burn down the following year, and this unique appearing building would be gone forever. Thank you for joining us on Muskegon History and Beyond, and we hope to have you back for our next episode. Mm-hmm.